three people can keep a secret if you kill two. (laughs) (laughs) Whose quotes are these? Fortune Fortune cookies. your answer fishbowl welcome to rat salad review <laughs> yeah i'll let you start the show up this time uh I just did. T- you did uh and nate we have two albums from you we let you pick stuff this week actually actually let me start this kind of over a little bit uh we're gonna do a little something different here because uh nate has his uh two albums that he picked and we kind of do this show uh as like a album versus album it's a completely different show but I also wanted to do the new Mr. Bungle. And seeing what Nate picked was thrash metal, and the new Mr. Bungle is, is basically thrash metal, they all kind of fit in together. So I said, let's just combine these three albums together and put them on one show. And since we're on the Hami Media Group, uh, Facebook, uh, not Facebook, a uh, YouTube uh, channel, it'd be kind of cool to introduce uh, some new audience to what we do on our other show, Album vs. Album. And uh, people that don't get to see that on the Hobby Media Group can subscribe to our regular YouTube channel, the Rat Salad Review YouTube channel, and see our other uh, album versus album shows. And uh, yeah, so we're going to kind of combine that show with our regular show, and this is it. Far out. <laughs> Did I explain that uh, good enough? Or, or is that very confusing? All right, good. All right, so what'd you pick? I now? faded in and out. Well, I think... <laughs> I think I fell asleep while I was saying it. I picked two modern Canadian thrash albums. Weapons of Thrash Destruction by Terrifier and Misleading Evil by Hazard. Both of which I would regard as modern classics. Modern classics. Hmm. Yeah. All right, well, uh, first of all, it's the first time I've ever heard of either one of these bands. And every time you suggest a band, I'm afraid to listen. (laughs) <laughs> but you you do uh come up with good pick uh good picks every once in a while and you did come up with some good picks this week i yeah, yeah uh, i would I, be shocked if you, either of you didn't like these albums yeah no they're very good um hazard is really cool um doing a little research like you said they're from canada i didn't know that um it reminded me a lot and, and we talked about this before. A lot of Megadeth, uh, Rust in Peace. Yep, this is what the album that I wish Rust in Peace sounded like. It's like if Jeff Waters was on Rust, Rust in Peace. Yeah. I fucking love it. It's yeah. insane. The guitar work on this album is fucking just unbelievable. Yeah. Well, that, it, the, what made me really think of it is the second song really has a Megadeth kind of feel. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it oh, in, yeah. instantly sounded like uh, Rust in Peace. And uh, yeah, they, I, obviously the guy's vocals don't sound anything like Dave Mustaine. Oh yeah. no, but that's way—that's an improvement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I disagree. It's... I'd rather hear Dave sing. Really? Yeah. Well, this guy—I don't—I don't know what is his name. Do you know his name, Nate? I don't know his name. Hang on. Anybody in these bands? Uh, <laughs> Dylan Westendorp. Wow. 
chest club. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I won't ask. No, him no, no, no offense. I like the uh, record. No, I think he's way better. I think he's way better of a singer than Dave Mustaine. But like the that, three that albums, that sounds like a Simpsons character, though. Westendorp. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. sorry, but I was not expecting. That. If you watch us come on the show, I'd love to interview you. But um, <laughs> fuck, man, I think he's a damn good singer and. The, honestly, the al- three albums this reminds me the most of are Rust in Peace, Alice in Hell, and then um, For Whose Advantage by Zentrix. I never heard of that one, but I, I could. I will agree. Yeah, with it made me Island. think the most of the Zentrix. <laughs> yeah, or like Atrophy, where it's got those two steppy riffs like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Was really good. Yeah. His vocals are really good. I mean, that's what really stuck out to me a lot is his vocals. Um you know, because they're not like a typical, uh, typical uh, you know, screaming kind of thrash thing. He also has like an operatic style to his voice, and he does the screaming stuff that I like, and you know, in most of my thrash bands. But uh, yeah, it really stuck out to me. And um, yeah, everybody, everything's good on this album. There's not one song I did not like. Um, I really like the instrumental a lot too. A lot of oh, yeah. elite stuff in there. And, I'm not usually big on thrash instrumentals, but this one's awesome. Especially it, the solos. The solos are incredible on this album. Yeah, they were. And, and it, when's the last time we really heard an instrumental? I mean, not too many bands do instrumentals anymore. I mean, maybe one or two here and there, but you know, I was surprised to hear an instrumental on this album, and uh, it's cool. You know, I, I really liked it a lot. Yeah, it's. I have tons of great things to say about this album. I mean, it's. It's got everything you would want in a thrash album, essentially. Yeah. I mean, it's they've got just, I mean, they've got all these different kinds of technical riffs, but they're not trying to be technical, which is what I really like about it. Right. It's nice, really rolly kind of Megadethy scale kind of riffs. I love those. Yeah. And the drumming is excellent on this album. That's really how I wish Nick Menzo would have drummed. <laughs> it's the drumming is great. It's everything's fucking tight on this album. Yeah, yeah. A lot of ca- all the songs are fairly catchy too. I think as well. Like right. Very. Everything's very memorable on this album. Yeah, I've got riffs like stuck in my head from this album. It's fucking insane. Really? Yeah. What do you feel, Greg? Because I, you know, I was talking to you earlier about this. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I like it. It's not groundbreaking or anything, but it's a good thrash record. I enjoyed oh. it. Um. I like this one the better out of the two, though, because I think it's a lot more memorable. But uh, the guitars are definitely the highlights of both. Although, um, definitely Zentrix and Megadeth. But the other thing this made me think of a little bit, Nate, um, was Handle With Care by Nuclear Assault. A little bit of give off bass, that yeah. vibe a little bit, yeah. Yeah. But um, actually, the instrumental is my favorite track, Um I do like the singer, don't get me wrong. I wasn't saying he was bad. I just like Dave better because the attitude, man. But (laughs) um, no, you don't really hear many thrash instrumentals, and uh, that's really good and really catchy. Yeah. I was uh, browsing through their Facebook page, and on the information section it says... uh... We have been likened to Megadeth, Overkill, Testament, Heathen, and Havoc. Overkill. That was another band I thought they sounded like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah especially with the straight up, just more crunch, just normal chuggy riffs. Those sounded very Overkill. Yeah. Yeah. Execution of the Damned and Road to Nowhere are probably my other two favorites after Misleading Evil. 
They have a, a disclaimer. We are not liable for any melted faces, battered bodies, damaged items, or whiplash that may ensue from cranking our tunes. I was actually surprised it was their debut album for how well written it is. Yeah. I they mean, this is put together really, really well. Uh, yeah, I'd like to hear uh, if they have any demos, or is this like the first thing they ever put out? Well, they have, yeah, they had a demo out before this um, called Victimize the Innocent from 2014. And they just put out an album this year called Delirium that I haven't Yeah, heard. I saw that. Because I, I was actually going to go and buy this album, then I found out that it isn't, uh, you know, the first album. And they don't, um, I guess they're, they're sold out of them, because on their band camp, they're completely gone. They're all sold out. And the only mm-hmm. album that's available is the new one, which I'm going to get anyway. Yeah. But I'm going to have to find another. My way. fucking lucky piece of shit drummer got a copy of this in the Metalhead box, because he's subscribed. Oh, nice. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was jealous as hell because this is a way to get free. Yeah, of course it is. So everybody, go check out that album. Now we're gonna go to. <coughs> you are so rude. Terrifiers, weapons of thrash destruction. <laughs> Despite having a really fucking corny name, they have a great album cover and great. This is just a great album too. Yeah, the album cover is cool. I, I, what I don't like is the way they they um they do the logo of their their band name. I like it. It's just too pointy. I don't know. That, but it's cool. The album cover's cool. From from like five seconds into the first song, this album is really fucking good. <laughs> like yeah, that, it is. That opening with the scream like that reminds me so much of fucking Razor, and I love it. This is I, like combining Razor and Destruction and, oh, and like Demolition Hammer. This is fucking brutal stuff. <laughs> I see. I, I got a little bit of a test, old school testament vibe. Not that like, too. Uh, yeah, as soon as they, they came on, and but the only thing I really didn't care for was the um, the production was a little weird. Yeah, it's a little moderny. It, it's a little muffled. Yeah, yeah, it's a little muffled, and you know, the, uh, on this one, a couple of the songs are kind of samey, and the production doesn't help that. It almost makes them run into each other a little bit. Right. Yeah, that's one thing I didn't notice. Yeah. They've also put which on is, since this. It, which but. is, incidentally, a problem I've also had with uh, a couple Destruction albums in the past, so <laughs> maybe <laughs> that's why it reminds me the most of them. Maybe. But they have put on another album since the, that's at, since this album came out that's actually also really good. I'd also recommend that. But um, I mean, I discovered both of these albums around the same time, and this is the first one I got. And from the moment that first song started, I was fucking hooked. The vocals on this album are insane. That guy can yeah. scream like a motherfucker. Yeah, they're more typical thrash vocals than opposed to uh, the other band. Right. And the drumming on this is great. The guitar work on it is great. There isn't an ounce of bad musicianship here or bad riff writing. I mean, a couple of the songs are samier, but the stuff that sticks out is really good. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's another album that's good. I just wish the production was just a little bit better. It wasn't so muffled. Uh, otherwise, yeah, like you said, the vocals are cool. The musicianship is, is great on it, you know? Everybody can play their shit, and um, they do it well. You oh, know? yeah. They're a really I mean, good thrash band. Yeah, it's just really solid thrash. It's hard, to, it's hard to hear a lot of, like, really solid modern thrash bands that don't have a clear direction they're going. And yeah. I like that these two bands have a lot of stuff, even though they have a clear idea of what they're doing more, they still have a lot of other stuff in there. Yeah. 
It's funny how like thrash is really starting to be uh, starting to get like back into like not mainstream, but you know, you know, because for a while it kind of like disappeared, and now it's right. just it's coming back again. Uh, you know, which is kind of yeah. strange, but it's really awesome. I fucking love it. Yeah, it I, like, I, like it. Watching I just thrash. wish people were more creative with it. That's all. Oh, I, w- I wish some some and Guar have done everything. It's how much can you do from here on out? <laughs> Can yeah, still make it a higher caliber of interesting. Just oh, try something. Yeah, that I'm not saying be like fueled yeah. by fire or anything, but I mean that all said, I still like fueled by fire. But yeah, they're not the most creative. No, it's yeah, it's there's better and worse bands of this. Well, I mean, both like of the, these beat the shit out of Warbringer, and yeah, really? <laughs> you think so? Uh, uh, well, yeah. when he says Warbringer, I, ju- I think exclusively the last two albums, and I'd say Terrifier is very on par with the last two Warbringer albums, but I would not say it's better. But yeah, Warbringer, up until the first album, I'd say, yeah. Yeah, first record is awful. But anyway, this isn't about <laughs> Warbringer. Um, making that actually, distinction. I like the guitar work on Terrifier better. Um, really? Well, it's got more of that Teutonic feel to it. Like, he does a lot of runs yeah. during the solos that remind me of something a coroner would do a little bit. It's just interesting. I dig that. I mean, they don't really get progressive like it, like Hazard does on some of their songs. They're really not going for a fusion-type thing. But I think that works well for them. Oh, yeah, because they're more just balls to the wall and <clears throat> up front. And out of the two records... Nuclear Demolisher is probably my favorite song of the two. Either that or Bestial Tyranny. It's pretty badass. Oh, which band? What? Uh, Terrifier. But it's Terrifier. That's not the name he of the album. <laughs> he listened to the wrong album. No, Bestial Tyranny's tracks. Yeah, album. it's seven. Oh, you're yeah. talking about the tracks. I thought you meant album. No. I thought you were talking albums. I was like, what the fuck? No, no, I said songs out of the two albums. I had to look back at the track list. It takes me forever to learn song names. But yeah, those songs are great. But my favorite's probably going to be Reanimator. Just that, that's a fucking awesome opening track. It's it's funny you say you can't remember song names. Back in the day, when I used to have cassettes and everything, and we used to listen to the albums and, and look through the booklets and all that shit, I'd remember everything. I remember the date albums were out. Remember every fucking song? Who played on the albums? Everything. Nowadays, nothing. I listen to things by the album, but I'm listening to the music. I'm not looking through right. the books and shit. I know. But... It's, I don't have album booklets most of the time. My CDs are in the car. When I'm inside, it's mostly in the digital until I get a record player in here. Like a record player, you know? Yeah, and like, I listened to both of these when I was cleaning the house, for example, so... Although I know what the singers sound like, I didn't really hear much of the lyrics. <laughs> it's all right. So I was more focused on uh, the guitar and the drums. Right. That's what I always focus on, too. That's the most important part. The lyrics aren't a big deal for you guys? Not really. You've read well, my lyrics. Well, <laughs> yeah, but they make sense. Depends what's, what depends about it. Like if they're like, I don't know, like thought-provoking lyrics? I don't know. I love Tankard, so... No, I mean, like, the fucking mentors are great. I love that shit. Oh, yeah. You know, it it fits (laughs) them. You know, random people just did that. It would be funny. 
all that. Right. Oh, you have to be good at it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. That's why I love Belushi's speedball. Yeah. But, um... right. So what are we giving Hazard? I'm giving Hazard, honestly, nine and a half. Yeah, I'm going to go with you for the nine and a half. I enjoyed it a lot. So it was really cool. What I'm, and I actually, reason why I say that because I'm actually going to buy the CDs. That's awesome. See, if I like Terrifier sells this album for $6.66 Canadian. Really? Yeah. Well, that's good to know. They have a really good fucking shirt for it, too. Like, I've seen the shirts. They're printed really well. They got the back print with the album name on they it. Look, they look like they had the same person do the artwork. Yeah. Is it the same person, probably? I think mm-hmm. so. Makes sense. Right. It's like that, that typical... Uh, uh, what the hell's that artist's name? Uh, I can't think of his name. You're thinking of Ed Repka. Yeah, Ed Repka. Yeah, yeah. Is that his artwork? It, it look, it's, I, I think similar. it's an imitation. I so. It's similar. But it's cool looking. I don't know, 90% of Thrash fans try to copy Ed Repka because Ed Repka's fucking awesome. Yeah. 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 I mean, the Hazard album covers also look like Ed Repka album covers. That's what I'm saying. They look the same. They're very similar to it. Right. It's just... It's yeah, no, this is art. drawn by some Russian guy. Well, just the whole the whole toxic kind of aesthetic has kind of taken this newer way of thing, and I like that, because yeah. it's very punk. Right, so right. I kind of dig that. It's Greg, also, what do you give? Yeah. Uh, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Oh, that's not bad. And uh, Terrorizer. I am giving Terrifier. Oh, Terrifier. Yeah, Terrorizer's a a different great Another different band. But no, Terrifier, I'm giving a nine. Nine. I'm going to go... I'm going to go eight on them. Okay. Only because of production. If the production was a little bit clearer, it would be better. Right. But the music is there. That you know, everything's cool. You know, I don't know. Every time when I rate an album, I rate it as if I would be seeing the band play this live, not really based on production, unless the production's like exceptionally I'll, awful. I I rarely ever go to shows. Yeah, that's so. fucking lame. <laughs> I don't like people, Nate. Don't you understand Neither that? Do I? That's why I go to shows. There's more people that are like me. <laughs> no, I stay away from those people. Plus, I have to edit these shows, so who else is going to do that? Right. You know, I'm, I'm once busy. I start, once I play out there, you better fucking come. Oh no, I will. Okay. Oh, no, cool. if you come out here, yeah, of course. Hell yeah. Of course. Hell yeah. Greg. Yes. Oh, eight. <laughs> eight. All right. <clears throat> so they're pretty good. They're pretty even, but just hazards a little yeah. bit more memorable, and that production hurts that terrifier. Yeah, that's the only one thing. But yeah, both really good bands. Uh, Hazard just winning out by like a little bit. But go check out Hazard, Facebook.com slash Hazard Thrash. And uh, go buy their stuff. And what is the other band? Terrifier is Facebook.com slash Terrifier Thrashers. So Shouldn't be too out. hard to remember. No. Well, you know what it is? Terrifier is kind of hard to find if you spelled the wrong, wrong way. It's T-E-R-R-I-F-I-E-R. T-E-R-R-I. Yeah, so it's spelled correctly. Is it? I was spelling it wrong. T-E-R-R-I-F-I-E-R. That's how you spell the word Terrifier. Well, there's... No, I was spelling it T-I-R-I-F-F. Oh. 
Yeah, so if you spell it tire That would fire. be tire fire. <laughs> well, <no. laughs> well, I'm trying to spell it. I'm talking to you guys. But uh, when I when I spelled it, the, that clown came up from that movie, uh, Terror Fire. Uh, that's Terror... Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah, that's, it's, it's, yeah. that's a good movie. You like spelled it T-I-R-E, though. No, <laughs> I spelled it T-E. I heard what you said. No, I said T E R. I did. It's Dude, right if I started a band, Tire Fire would be an awesome name. It would be. So thank me for that. When you start that band and make millions of dollars. Yeah, oh, you'll make, you I'll go make millions of dollars really with a band that sounds like Crowbar. I did. I'll rewind the tape. My plan is if I get too fat to be a thrash singer, I'm going to start a sludge band. There's a lot of fat thrash singers, though. Yeah, that. but it's like, it doesn't, it looks weird. It's like if I if I get fat and I lose my hair, I don't want to be a thrash singer. Like Rob Dukes looks like he should sing in a sludge band. <laughs> I love don't Rob Dukes. But, but he looks like a member of Crowbar. He does. Just not, no. Don't grow the goatee. You know, people usually shave their head and then grow a goatee. Ugh. Yeah, no, I'm not pulling a Carrie King. No. Wears sunglasses everywhere, you know. That's all. That that whole thing started like good on guitar. What? I'm about as good on guitar. <laughs> a lot of pe- a lot of people are. <laughs> oh god! All right. Speaking All right. of good guitar players from the Speaking big four, exactly, and Mr. Bungle and Slayer. Yes, continuing with our thrash theme for today's show, Mr. Bungle. I've been waiting to listen to this album forever. Yeah, me too. Because when I saw them reunite and do that concert, I was like, "Holy shit, they're back!" And then finding out that freaking uh, uh, Scott Ian and uh, Dave Lombardo both in the band, like, what the hell's that all about? And, and I was looking that up because I didn't know how they got into the band. And it was basically just, um, I forgot who it was. It might have been Trace Spruance or whatever oh, his name is. Dave Lombardo yeah. plays in Dead Cross. Yeah, but uh, Trey went to go watch one of their shows or something, and then they were talking, and he was just he just asked Dave Lombardo if he wanted to do the drums. And he was just like, yeah. And then yeah, Dave's kind of taken on a Gene Hoagland sort of thing, where he plays in every band. Yeah, pretty much, uh, which is which is fine. I've then uh, fine with that. Yeah, and then Mike Patton knows Scott Ian, and he just he happened to ask Scott, and Scott asked him. Scott thought he was inviting them. Scott thought that uh, Mike Patton invited him to come see the Mister Bungle concert. So he's like, "Yeah, sure," but he's like, "No, you know, come do the album." So you know, he he did the album. <laughs> And I was watching an interview with him earlier. I sent it to you guys before. A really weird interview. But, uh... <laughs> <this is> terrible. <laughs> um, what was I saying now that I just lost my thought? Uh, nice job, old man. I know, right? This sucks. Well, you think of that. I'm going to tell how I found out about this album. Go ahead. Let me tell you. Because, well, I know Mr. <laughs> Bungle because I know they're a System of a Down influence, and yeah. System of a Down's one of the bands that kind of got me into metal, and I still like them. But I, I in general, like those weird kind of thrashy bands. Yeah. So I've listened to a little bit of Mr. Bungle before. I listened to way more Dead Cross and Faith No More. But as soon as I saw that like Dave Lombardo and Scott Ian were collaborating on something, I'm like, oh, this is going to kick ass. And here we are. This is a pretty damn good album, despite it being a re-record. So you listened to the other Faith No More albums? 
I've listened to some of them. Not some all of them. them. Oh my god. See, I go way back. I mean, I listened to the all the stuff before Mike Patton and then like the first three, four Mike Patton albums. Because Mike Patton's been the only vocalist for the band. Yeah. For Faith No Before? Oh, no. oh, are you talking about Mr. Bungle or Faith No More? No, I was talking about Faith No More. Clearly oh, talking about Faith No More. I'm yeah. still trying to think what I was talking about with Scott Ian. <laughs> Uh, let's start this whole show over. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, now, old no, I I found out about Faith. Um, oh my god, <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm shot. Uh, Mr. Bungle, when Faith, when Mike Patton did Faith No More, and then the fucking epic came out or whatever. And uh, I've been a huge fan ever since. But you know, over the years, you know when you finally online, you can go online and go on YouTube or whatever and. and find out all these albums that you've never heard of before and this album did come across on like what was that thing Napster or whatever you used to download songs off of and I downloaded it and I'm like this this is total garbage you know did you ever hear the original <laughs> demo of this album yes it you it doesn't even like you can't even hear it it's just garbage sounds like shit yeah it does I think I've yeah. heard some of that it. it's sounds like a venom demo yeah, it's just, it's totally bad. So I listened to like a few songs of it and I kind of just like, you know, forgot about it, you know. And actually that this reminds me now of what I was going to talk about with Scott Ian. Scott Ian uh, used to listen to Mr. Bungle before like anybody even really knew who Mr. Bungle was. Mm-hmm. So when he found out that they were asking him to join the band, he was just like, yes, right away. And he was like, they were like, they're going to re- re-record the demo. So... He was like, I already know the demo, and they were like very surprised that he knew about it because you know nobody knows who Mr. Bungle was back then. So that was kind of cool, you know. So yeah, I guess that's how they cool. kind of fit in. But anyway, um, it's a very cool album. Um, obviously, it sounds a hell of a lot better than the demo version. Well, yeah, because uh, you can you can hear everything that's going on in this version. And uh, only one thing that bothers me is it sounds like Anthrax. Yep. Really, <laughs> it sounds it, it sounds like a new Anthrax album it's, with Mike. It Patton sounds singing. like Scotty in with, yeah, right. with like that. <laughs> See, hey, I didn't I didn't think of it like that. I mean, yes, his guitar sound is essentially the same, but this made me more think of, especially sound wise, a Possessed record if Frank Zappa played it with the Mothers. What? Made as much sense as I said. What the fuck? Made as much sense as I made about five minutes ago. Sounds like Frank Zappa <laughs> wrote a Possessed record. What the fuck? Got that fucking little bit of that Bay Area early death metal fucking thrash and grunge grime to it, especially uh, the distortion level on the guitar and but Frank does Zappa. his vocals. Because of how fucking odd all the parts of the songs they write. And the, the fucking, you, you know, it's Mr. Bungle, man. <laughs> like prong well, are similar to that and i wouldn't call them frank zappa well, actually I, I, I can kind of understand what he's saying like uh what was that song um speak spanish or die uh they start singing la cucaracha in the middle of it yeah you know like i don't know well, that's not that seems really like something sod would do I'm, t- I, I'm talking about like the different parts of the song and the different crazy shit like dave does on the drums on something yeah. like meth- mathematics or Raping your mind. Yeah. Uh, I guess so. I don't know. 
I don't know. I, Whatever. You're, I you're a huge you're a huge fan of Zappa, so you would know more of that than I do. It's yeah, I I know Zappa, but I don't know Zappa like you. Yeah, so, nice. they, they do a lot of wacky composition shit that's in the fusion department that wouldn't be uncommon in one of his bands. Yeah. I guess. Maybe, maybe there's a better metal example that we're not on right now, but... I, I wouldn't know. I don't listen to too many crazy bands like this, but... Uh... Oh, the other thing was, um, they re-recorded the whole album, album, obviously, but they left out one song, um, Evil Satan was left out and then also the song hypocrites they they like cut it in half and then um added the sod added cover it. on yeah 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 i like the sod cover so Me too. yeah no it's cool and i went back to listen to what evil satan sounded like and i could not see them doing it on this because there was like a lot of trumpets and shit going on so i think it would be kind of weird it just i don't know if it really would it, would, I mean, it wouldn't have fit in with the vibe of the rest of it no yeah. i don't think so so maybe next they, album. <clears throat> they changed Grizzly Adams a bit to yeah. more fit the sound of this too. Oh, yeah. oh and you know, you know the the, uh, the little narration thing in the beginning of the album. Yeah, it's Reed Perlman. Oh, thanks, you just spoiled that. All right, On good night, everybody. Anarchy <laughs> the second song, not the first song. Go buy the album. We'll see you next week. I give it a nine. Fuck you. <laughs> But yeah, I'd that give was... it like an eight. Give it an eight. Yeah, I'll give it an eight too. No, I'm gonna give it a ten. I really like this album. I think it's really cool. Really? Although, you think yeah. it was that good? I yeah, think I it's good. <clears throat> I can't give it a ten because sometimes they go on a little too long with the fucking grooves. Like you could you could cut this album's length by about ten minutes and it would just strengthen its impact, I think. Honestly, it's nothing I haven't heard off the first Excel album. I, I never heard that one. That's not a bad example. It's just been a long time since I've heard. Yeah, or, or like a little bit off the second Excel album, too, because that's kind of a weird, groovy album. I don't like that well, nearly as much, but... I was going to say that one, forget about it. The first one I remember parts of, but... <laughs> the second one? The second one, the cover of fucking um, Message in a Bottle is actually awesome. That's a decent cover, and then um, Given Questions, a good song, and then he can scrap the rest of the album. I guess. But, I, I don't know. I don't, <clears throat> I don't know. We're talking about Mr. Bungle. Yeah. But uh, if you're looking for songs like uh, Retro Vertigo or Travolta or, what was it, After School Special, or Squeeze Me Macaroni, it's not on here. No. None of that stuff is on here. This is pure thrash. And if you want to gonna... squeeze my macaroni, I live at... No, I'm kidding. Do you really? <laughs> Tell us your address. We'll send I'm you. Not doc- I'm not doxing myself online. We'll send you boxes of macaroni. Really, you don't want to spread the thighs of death. <laughs> spread your mom's thighs of death. But hey, if don't talk about each other's mothers. No, don't. We've already had a show. We did that with Wayne. We have no. There was another show on our network that had a problem, and one of the guys got fired. And we don't want that to happen here too. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, there's a precedent there. yeah i i yeah. just i just remember we did that once with you wayne and there was oh, no much. issue so no I, I don't give a shit about anything you should no, know that. It's, it's fine but uh yeah if you love anthrax go buy this album because this is basically a new anthrax album with dave lombardo on drums and meg patton on vocals yep. but 
I mean, honestly, that's what it sounds like. But it, it's Mr. Bungle, and you know, most of the people from Mr. Bungle, and, uh, Mike uh, Patton, Trace Bonance, and uh, Trevor Dunn is on here, so it's Mr. It's Bungle. Just, it's just a and, decent And, and, and if you like, like Possessed yeah. Beyond the Gates, you'd like this, too. Yeah. Sure. I'd, I'd, I'd just compare it more to Excel than Possessed. Well, you know, Excel never really struck me as one of the best bands in the world. So it's Actually, probably been when, 15 years since I've heard that record. If he gives that's what I listened to last week. Okay. When I don't that, uh, Beyond the Gates that much. I listen to Seven Churches and Eyes of Horror way more. Since this is I a like re-recording, since this is a re-recording of one of their demos, when did those two albums come out that you guys are mentioning? Uh, Beyond the Gates was 86. Seven Churches was 85. All right, well, I should have done a little bit more research to find out when the <laughs> Mr. Bungle one is. I think it was 88 or something, right? 86. 86. Oh, so they were around the same time, so. Yeah. Interesting. That's why I think it's got a lot of that crossover edge to it. It's right around that time period. Right, it's right around when, like, DRI's crossover came out. Yep. Like, societal tendencies was getting more metal, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah, first Ludacris record. And yes, that. first Ludacris album. That's another great example of a weird crossover album. Never heard of it. Oh, Ludacris is great. I know the band. I just never heard the album. Oh, you gotta listen to it. That's a fucking great album. Yeah, did, uh, definitely. The first one, Immaculate Deception, is my favorite. Power Trip's okay. But uh, yeah, the Immaculate first, the first one is definitely an essential album. Everyone it's like tight, perfect slaughter. You know who else was good that uh, not a lot of people remember? That Paramount? Ever, but... Not a huge fan of them. Too, too oh, much wankery on the fucking guitar. But um, no, Lost for Words. They did that album, Pray. That's a fucking great right album. Yeah. And on that note, I'm going to Lost for Words. And I think that's <laughs> it for this week. Yeah. Anything else I you guys so. want to add? <laughs> Just go I don't buy know, I the album. talking about crossover for album hours so yeah go uh, buy the albums go buy the, album. go the buy albums go buy mr bungle go buy what was the other two bands terrifier and hazard yep and go if you live them. in canada go see them live when your country's open up again in another four years and we will see you guys next week please go check out our uh website ratsoutreview.com please check out nate's band major m band at major m band on twitter uh look up greg noggle on facebook and add him as your friend Oh. And me as your friend. <laughs> I, I mean, you did move on Wayne's address. Send gifts to him. But don't leave a return address. That's oh, weird. if you do want to um, donate to the show and help us pay for some things, you can uh, send it to my PayPal address. There is a link underneath the video or the That's audio. Yeah. You go ahead and do that. Send us an album versus album. Send us something to review. It'll put you right to the top of the list. That's uh, right. Yeah, that's that. how you get priority. If you hate our picks, show us what you're missing. Exactly. Please give us some stuff to do on this show. You want us to listen to white stuff? I hate. Even though you want us to listen to White Lion and Poison? Well, we'll defer to better hair metal bands, but we'll still do something for you. We'll still do it. We will still do it. Please, <laughs> I want people to do a job for us. You know, I'm tired of figuring all this shit out. But, well, uh, you also want to talk about what they want to hear, right? Too. That's really it, yeah. And also, too, if you go to our website and buy a t-shirt, you can come on the show, and we let you pick the two albums. Yes. So, 
A lot of cool things that we could do. You buy 50 t-shirts, we'll fly out there and meet you in person. Don't don't offer things like that, because that's not happening. Nobody's buying 50 t-shirts. <laughs> you never know. There could be that one guy out there, and he's going to buy all the t-shirts. He's got, like, just, like, this horrible, weird sexual fetish for one of us. Uh, Probably you. I hope for you. Probably me. I'm young and supple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hami Media Group on YouTube. Please add them and subscribe to their page. We are on there as well, as at least for now. Uh, and that's it. Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Stitcher, Spotify, Facebook. Just look up Red Side Review. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Get vaccinated. Don't get vaccinated. Don't trust the, the vaccination. Do what you want. I don't fucking care one way or the other. I don't. <laughs> yeah, care. actually, yeah, if you're dumb enough not to get vaccinated, whatever. Don't get vaccinated. Bye. What?